Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's 6 o'clock on Dukes and Bell, the number one sports talk show in Atlanta for your ride home. No, they didn't. A boneless rib sandwich. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Ah, it's Dukes and Bell, guys, on a Thursday hanging out in Douglasville. We're at Hooters inviting you guys to come on out and join us. Mike, uh, you said it. There is a test run going on as we speak. Yes, I'm going to test my camera right now and see if it works. As, as a judge, it's very difficult. Oh, my sweet Lord Jesus. There we go. We'll just put that on Twitter. Thank you. Go to put that on Twitter. Uh, it is uh, Dukes and Bell live here at the Hooters in Douglasville. And again, practice makes perfect. Got to frame your shot. Yes, this is very true. Uh, we are out here not only for the show tonight, but also explain to our listeners, good Lord, what uh, we are out here for. We're here for supporting Hooters because no one loves Hooters like Dukes and Bell. They've been on board with us for many, many years, and we're at the Douglasville location. About a year to the day, we had a regional uh, swimsuit right. contest. Last year. And great crowd, and we'd love to see folks who obviously sometimes can't make it into, you know, Midtown or Buckhead or wherever we are. But uh, great crowd and some great listeners, man. We met dudes from basically inside, outside the perimeter. Some guys who live further west going all the way towards Villarica. But uh, really appreciate you guys coming by to say hello. Yeah, man. It's been a fun day out here. Uh, I got an update on a guy that you've been talking about for months. You know who I'm talking about? Who are you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? A.J. Griffin. Where MIA, man. Where he at? But I had high hopes for him. So I just got an update because I totally forgot about this with the All-Star break, right. and the Hawks play tomorrow night right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. A.J. is now down with the Skyhawks getting run. Okay. They were on the road today. Uh, and A.J. Griffin played 21 minutes off the bench. And a big shout-out to Jim Miller. He produces our games down there. He uh, had 12 points, Mike, and four rebounds in this contest today. So okay, uh, I-, I did not see this, obviously, and this is, you know, the guys are telling me what happened. But bottom line is um, we've been wondering about A.J. Griffin and would he be able to play any role for right. this Hawks team this season. Now we're going to let you hear Quinn Snyder talk about Onyeka's uh, Okongwu's injury and Clint Capella's injury and whether or not these guys are going to be back starting tomorrow with about 27 games, I think 26 games to play for the rest of the season. But 
Is that good news? Because what I'm telling you is if Adrian Griffin can get some run under his belt down at the Skyhawks, maybe he makes his way back and is able to help this club down the stretch run. I don't know. Right. There's been I don't want to speculate. There's been so many DNPs on him uh, on the books this year for him. So I'm not sure what's going on with AJ. I just thought he's a guy that could you know, there were times at the end of last season when he finally got on the floor, because you know, like we know Nate wasn't gonna play rookies, I get that. But it seemed like Quinn wasn't interested in giving him a lot of minutes either. You know, and especially this year. So I'm not sure what's going down, but I think the guy can shoot. I, I, I know he played some defense, but apparently he's finally getting his minutes down there in uh, College Park. So, and we've seen it. You've seen Jalen Johnson evolve. You've seen other guys step yeah. up. And, and look, I, I think most of these guys would tell you they want to be doing something other than riding the pine or wearing a sport coat. Well, and I just, you know, we talked about, like, if you're going to, play him or not play him why don't you get him some time down with the skyhawks so they're doing that but that happened today that's an update for everybody's been like where is aj what's going on with aj that's where he is right now i don't know how long he'll be there but mike um 12 points today i think most of that came in the first half four rebounds okay not a bad performance considering we haven't seen a whole lot of aj let's hear quinn snyder real quick talk about the injuries mike because this is going to play a role as to what happens in the middle especially with our big guys you know, I, I don't want to speak out of turn as far as, you know, a timeline goes, but you know, he's not going to be available for the foreseeable future. You know, so Bruno's someone that's had to step up in Clint's absence, and, you know, we'll get Clint back, um, but he'll be in a situation where he hasn't, you know, it's been a few weeks since he's played, and um, I'm sure he'll be on some sort of minutes restriction with respect to that. Bruno Fernando, he's talking mm-hmm. about Okongwu, Mike. Maybe not available for the foreseeable future with a left big toe sprain. Yeah, that's just rough, man. We've talked about our inability to protect the rim, you know, front court. I mean, it's like defensively across the board, front court, back court. We just don't play defense. Right. But, you know, especially those two games going into the All-Star break where maybe they're just ready for the vacay or whatever, but nope, no defense. And especially, guys, easy access to the basket and the paint. So seems like it'll be a little more of that. If, if, if guys have tape on the Hawks, I think it's pretty easy to get to the rim. Clint Capella, guys, left abductor. He says uh, he'll be on a minutes restriction. That's your belly, right? Yeah, yeah, but he should be back. At Most of our audience, and me included, have layers of blubber protecting the abductor, <laughs> so it's hard to identify where it is. Yeah, on not, I don't know. Yeah. You can poke around on me. I'm not sure <laughs> right. where that, that's going to hit. Yeah. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Wanted to get you caught up on that because I thought that was interesting about Adrian mm-hmm. Griffin. Quinn Snyder talking about what the situation is with his bigs, and we'll see what happens with the Hawks tomorrow. Meanwhile, Mike, right. uh, we've been talking a lot today about Justin Fields, and you're going to hear this interview coming up in about 10 minutes from our buddy uh, Patrick Finley from the Chicago Sun-Times talking about his tenure there in Chicago. Most people think it's over. If you don't, I don't know what you're right. paying attention to. The thing for me is it's not that it's it's not over. It's where he's going to end up. Right. I think it's absolutely over in Chicago, but where is he going to end up? And are we the best fit? You brought up the fact that Pittsburgh, it seems like maybe not as interested as we thought. Now, again, whether this is some grandstand, I don't know why this would get out there unless they didn't want to, but the idea is they're going to give Pickett year three. It's only year three, and I know we always kind of cover this. Why does a third-rounder get one year because you're a third-rounder? First-rounders, is much more investment investment in that. So they're going to give him a third year, although Steeler fans would say, Mason, you know, Rudolph looked a hell of a lot better right down the stretch. He did. But so Pickett, and they want to bring in someone who technically wouldn't really be a challenge for him, I guess. And that means that if you put Fields in Pittsburgh, Steeler fans are going to want to see him on the field. Yeah. So that means we're not outbidding anyone other than ourselves, which means, as we said, and you're hearing the conversation coming up, all you'd have to give up is a second rounder. And we've blown so many second rounders on this organization. No matter who the GM is, I don't care about doing it. No, I, I agree. I mean, listen, I still think the Raiders, Mike, could be a potential team. We'll see next week when the combine starts. 
that, but that's that Luke, needs a quarterback. But it's Luke Getzey. It's the same guy Correct. That, that, that Fields basically said is not letting me do what I need to do and basically challenge his ability as an OC. And that is why it doesn't make sense for him to end up there. Even if Antonio Pierce wanted him, right. I don't think those two, they, they don't Left see the eye same eye. jokes as no we doubt. like to say. Right? No doubt. So it's one of those things where you go, that doesn't make sense even if they want Fields. The only place that really does right now right. is here. Correct. That's and it. And I think that if you look around, we've covered it. Kirk Cousins. You know, that's all you. Yeah, big tip. Uh, but <laughs> whether it's, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield got in the conversation yesterday when we were talking with Drew Butler. And a lot of guys said, you know what? I really, some guys said, I prefer the idea of Baker Mayfield before, Mike, you ever bring up Russell Wilson again. And I'm like, I get it. And you, you've talked about the Russell Wilson issues. We talked about it with Ben Albright, who covered the Broncos and does in Denver. This is, But it's hard for me because I still think he's a better – at this point in his career, he's a better quarterback than right. the other options right. that we're looking at. Uh, if you were to say, is he better than Fields? Is it better option than a guy coming off an Achilles injury? Yes. So it's hard for me. I, I, I do not want to be caught up in, we don't bring Russell here because of the outside noise. I, I think Benjamin Albright said it best yesterday. You know, like, he can still play. Right. He's a really good player. But if you're willing to deal with the other stuff, and that that's what's concerning, Mike. So I have a hard time with the whole Russ thing, but I still think right. the age is a factor, and I want to go younger. I still want to do that. But he is kind of split where, where you talk about with Fields, and then, as you guys know, with Kirk Cousins. And apparently, according to Pro Football Talk, the, the interest in, in Kirk Cousins is a bit waning. You know, there's, there's less. So we may have but to. But it should. Yeah, because of a guy coming off an Achilles at, at age, what, 35 to be 36? Yeah. So Everybody keeps thinking he's going to end back up in Minnesota, which, okay, great. And if they're going to cut the check, I just don't feel like their general manager, and I've said this, has any connection. When when Adolfo Mensa got there, the first, one of the first things he said is, we got we to gotta get better at quarterback. And everybody freaked out. All right, This right. is going back a couple of years ago. Kirk Cousins was under contract. They weren't in any rush. He was playing well. And then you get hurt. I just think this particular incident gives him, if the GM wants it, right. gives them an out if you want to go in a different direction. But I know this. Their head coach absolutely loves Kirk Cousins, Mike. I know. And, but you still got Danell Kevin Hunter. O'Connell loves Kirk Cousins. But you still got Danell Hunter. You still got Justin Jefferson. You got two of the biggest brands in the NFL right now. I mean, find a way to make that work, right? Yeah. So when we get back to the Falcons, guys, the, uh, the the good news is if you are a Justin Fields fan, you got some things to like. If you don't want Justin Fields here, there'll be some things in this conversation. You'll go, aha, yeah, I don't want him. But as we said, there's no slam dunk just yet. Now, the one thing that I know is I want Jaden Daniels, and the one thing I also know is we'll never get Jaden Daniels. Because why would anybody who's picking up there be the – you tell me the Patriots are going to pass on Jaden Daniels? No. And roll with Mac Jones? I mean, come on. I would think a new coach, I think one thing that Bob Kraft gets, even though you call him a meddler, is marketing. Reset reset the uh, the whole thing, right? Well, in any of these teams that are in the quarterback market, in the top three picks, like I said, if you want to give me the earth, the sun, the moon, the stars, right. I'm going to listen, and I'm certainly willing to take a deal that may increase you know, my draft picks and my draft capital by three or four or more, and even a future first-rounder. But, Mike, I just think that the cost is going to be too much. And if I really want to get my fan base invested, see, New England is, is in a place that's really weird. New England has this – they've got this cushion because they won so much, right? right? I'm not telling you they don't want to compete and they don't want to be great. You don't let Belichick move on and do all of that. Robert Kraft is still in the business of winning. But the other teams, the commanders, have been absolutely terrible. 
Right. They need to inf- – and Dan Quinn's going to do it. They need to – they hires Cliff Kingsbury. They're going to infuse the franchise with a new look, and certainly that means quarterback. Everyone mm-hmm. says it's, it's going to be Drake May up there. But then again, you get to the other – then you get to uh, other, other teams that are picking. What if they take, take Jaden Daniels and Drake May becomes that third quarterback Ooh. that may be available for us? Well – I mean, the, who, who wouldn't be involved or be interested in a Justin Herbert based on his skill set and what he's able to do? I mean, I think that, uh, you know, the other thing is the combine. I, I, I know we brought this up earlier. You think if the fields thing goes down, it's going to happen pretty quickly. So well, basically it's next as, week. So the combine's coming up. And next for, week. For most fans, if you hadn't watched all these guys, you get a chance to see them all versus each other. But the thing is, are they going to do all the stuff you want to see? Is everybody going to throw? You're talking about the quarterback. Everybody can do a 40. Yeah. You know, because some guys will say, I'm going to wait till I get home. I'm going to throw to dudes who know. Because some guys look bad when you're throwing to dudes you don't know. True. You know, whereas opposed to I can, you know, you can go back to Washington if you're, uh, if you're Michael Penix and you're throwing to guys you played with the last two years. But I would love to see that kind of like the, the, the true litmus test of what these guys all do look like stacked up against each other. I want to hear from you guys, 404-726-0929. It's Dukes and Bell live in Douglasville. We're at Hooters today hanging out, having a good time, guys. And uh, invite your comments as well. Follow Mikey's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put em Up, see Dukes. The radio show, Dukes and Bell, 929. Follow the radio station at 929. The game, stay up on everything that is going on. Lots more football conversation on the way here with Patrick Finley. Go ahead. You said this earlier. It's true, though. I mean, I'm talking about the combine just because for some guys that'll be a metric. But tape is tape. You've seen what these guys can do. You can't dismiss four years uh, or three years of J.J. McCarthy starting at, at Michigan. You know, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because Georgia just dismantled them the other, you know, four years or three years ago in the semifinal. You can't. I can't dismiss what McCarthy has done and how much he's won and whether he's a leader and a dude, because he is, and you just maybe dislike the fact that you don't think he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. But, Mike, the tape doesn't lie. Like, Michael Penix can throw the hell out of the deep ball. i got to respect that and what I've seen with the tape. I've seen him play with two NFL-quality wide receivers right. all season long and deliver the football. Now, some people are going to say, yeah, in the Pac-12 he had all day to throw it. Right. He's not going to have that kind of time in the NFL. Daniel Jeremiah, for what it's worth, he's got uh, Marvin Harrison going to the Patriots. Listen, I love Marvin Harrison. I'll tell you guys, and, and, and he I think he's the best player in this draft. The Patriots have cap space. He's basically assuming the Patriots are going to do one of those options you and I have talked about. As with a veteran coming in, maybe Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and so then, though, then all of a sudden, you got your choice. But then he's got. I think this is interesting, and I would do this if I'm the Giants. No, again, guys who don't know, Daniel Jeremiah has become sort of the preeminent, not Todd McShay or you know, hair helmet, you know, personnel guy that does it on TV. He's got the Giants going with Jaden Daniels at six. Yeah, they See? need. Well, it's time. They don't believe in in, in yeah. Daniel Jones. And they're stuck with him. But they got to move on. You've got to draft your future quarterback. Go ahead and do it now. And, Mike, I think that's a smart play. And, by the way, if I'm the Giants, I'm moving on from Saquon Barkley, too. Oh. I know it's it sounds Oof. crazy. you got to move on from Saquon. What, are you going to franchise him again? Well, you, You're not going to pay him for the long term. But if you bring in a young rookie quarterback, it's a hell of a buffer and a hell of a you know, support system to have Saquon you know, doing his thing. Kind of like we talked about when Michael Turner was here for Matt Ryan. And then, you know, the other story, this is not a, a, a pressing story, but it's something you and I spoke about the other day. I think it was in Guy Talk. You see, uh, Tiger Woods' son, Charlie, did not make the cut. I did. At only 15, trying to make the qualifier for the uh, at, at, at uh, PGA National at West Palm coming up next weekend. So, you know, only on Twitter would guys be crapping on a teenager. You know, he's, he's got, the world's ahead of him, Carl. The world's going to be his oyster. But the guy gave it a, the old the old solid effort just didn't come up. How, how old is he? 15. At 15, did you have the balls to play in a qualifier with your dad being Tiger Woods? Correct. Come on, man. The the pressure is already enormous. Right. For him to even go and attempt to do what he tried to do 
is pretty damn impressive. Shot a 16 over in the pre-qualifier for the Cognizant Classic. And by the way, weekend. his scores beat most of you guys out there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. Even yes. the fact that he didn't qualify. Right hey, on. coming up, you'll hear from a guy that covers the Bears and knows about Justin Fields. You want your questions answered? Stay right there. It's Dukes and Bell. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The most important story of the day. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. Let's talk to Patrick here. Patrick, I was just asking about fields and what he was able to accomplish there in, in, you know, Chicago. Was it lack of coaching? Was it the turnover with the coaching staff? How much of this is on him in the inconsistencies that we've seen? Well, he walked into a weird situation in that uh, the Bears drafted him in the first round and then decided Andy Dalton was going to be the quarterback to start the season. Justin took over a couple years ago, four or five games in. Uh, Matt Nagy then gets fired, so you've got a new coach or new general manager, new head coach, new offensive coordinator. That's a bad situation for anybody. But you know, I think Justin would be the first to tell you that he needed to be better as well. Uh, they were, uh, you know, the, the Bears never quite clicked in the passing game. In the run game, uh, I, you know, last two years they're probably the best running team in football, both with their running backs and with Justin, who did some pretty amazing things with the ball in his hand. But you need to be able to throw consistently in this league. You need to be able to complete passes when everybody in the stadium knows you're passing. And the Bears mm-hmm. never really got to that point. Now, whether it was the coaches or him, that's a really interesting question because the league seems to have spoken. The Raiders hired Justin's offensive coordinator, Luke Getze, after the Bears fired him. And the Saints hired Justin's quarterback's coach, Andrew Ginocco, after the Bears fired him. So the league seems to have voted that uh, Justin was more of the problem than the coaches were. And uh, it'll be really interesting to see wherever Justin ends up, whether he can prove him wrong. And that's the thing, guys, is Patrick Finley joins us from the Sun-Times in Chi-Town here on the WadeFord.com hotline. When when he called out Getze, uh, we were here going, wow, it just seems like Getze's resume, he'd never been an OC before he went to Chicago in the NFL mm-hmm. at, at the pro level. So 
as a, as a guy that covers the Bears every day, was was the offense playing to his skill set or not? I don't think it was playing completely to Justin's skill set, but I, I I do think that at some point. Uh, Justin needed to probably earn a little bit more trust uh, when it comes to throwing the ball. He, he improved last year, uh, but, you know, you're looking at Luke Getzi's first year. Justin's got a pretty awful set of receivers around him uh, and a pretty bad football team, so it's not all yes. on him. But, but he right. never really uh, was a, the kind of elite passer that you should build an offense uh, around. Now, when they switched midway through uh, Justin's second season, when they switched to an offense that allowed Justin to run the football uh, on design quarterback runs. Uh, they did that on Monday Night Football two years ago in New England. Now, boy, that took off. And that's something that, that, that I think you can make a lot of hay out of uh, if you were willing to live with, you know, the fact that, you know, the passing element there just isn't exactly what you need. Um, when you talk about the respect in the locker room, did he garner that from his teammates? Did, did, there was never an issue with teammates and Justin in that locker room, was there? No, absolute respect, and uh, you know, and uh, you know, I'll tell you myself. I, I, I think the world of him is is a guy. I think that, you know, work ethic has never been a question. Want to has never been a question. Love for the game has never been a question. Uh, this is a guy who, from a straight personality standpoint, you would love to be the centerpiece of your team because it would rub off on everyone else. And, uh, you know, I, I think Justin does all the right things and i think in a market like chicago when everybody in the, in the city has been looking at him since day one i think it's really hard to maneuver your way through there with you know only minimal slip-ups he's had a couple of slip-ups but nothing too crazy uh so i commend him big time for the way he's handled himself and, and for the respect that he has uh, in the building here that is not an issue one iota and wherever he ends up i think we'll be thrilled uh, to get to know him as a guy and, and to see the way he works if he lands in Atlanta, and right now it seems like we're the lead dog on this one or because, you know, the Steelers don't seem to be moving on right now. They're going to give one more year to pick it. Do you think with a an, – again, I know it's a hypothetical, but an OC from the Rams and some pretty good skill sets uh, talent-wise here, do you think he could be successful here? I do. I, I think he will – I think his best year is ahead of him. And, you know, I think it's probably this upcoming season. I think the question you have to ask, though, is – you know, just how good will that passing element get to be good mm-hmm. enough? And, you know, remember, he's entering the fourth year of his deal. You can always give him that fifth-year uh, option and, and pick that up. But at some point, you got to decide whether or not you're going to pay him. And, you know, for me, you know, a big part of the reason why I believe the Bears are going to end up trading him is because he, would, he has a long way to go, I think, before I would be willing to pay him the way Jalen Hurts got paid, for example. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, is he going to show that in the next year? I, I, I don't know. Um, now, I think he'll be more successful than he was with the Bears. You know, the Bears have 100 years of quarterback garbage <laughs> that, that every yeah. quarterback who comes in here has to, has to inherit and, has to, and they kind of have to wear it, and, and they have to carry that burden with them, and that stinks, and that's hard. So I think he'll be better once he goes somewhere else. I, I just wonder whether – uh, the passing element will be good enough to justify having to invest a lot of money in him pretty soon. We're talking with Patrick Finley, Chicago Sun-Times, bringing you more information on the potential moves that might be made by the Falcons. Let's talk about the Bears real quick. You talk about Justin being traded, and I agree. I think he will be. But uh, is Caleb Williams hands down the guy that they're taking, as you know right now, number one, heading into the combine next week? 
I don't think there's any if you're if you're just looking at film, I think absolutely. Uh, one of the things that Ryan Pulse, general manager, talked about after the season was that you know, boy, he was going to spend a lot of time trying to get to know these guys off the field, what makes them tick. I mean, keep in mind at this time last year, you guys know this being in the state you're in. You know, the number one draft pick at this time last year <laughs> did not end up going number one um, because, you know, uh, of a lot of things. And, and some of it was people doing their homework on what was going on off the field. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that Caleb has any skeleton like that in his closet, but, uh, you know, the Bears, you know, are exploring and making sure that they're comfortable with everything that comes with drafting Caleb Williams. And that includes him being off the field and, and him being. You know, he's one of the great NIL, maybe the first NIL superstar, you know, the kind of guy who's got the kind of money to go to Formula One races and stuff like that. So, you know, that's going to require some research. That's going to require some homework. But, you know, I believe believe Caleb Williams is uh, by far, you know, their choice over the other guys at this point right now, a week before the conference. It is uh, Patrick Finley, guys, with us from the Chicago Sun-Times. We're getting the, the lowdown on fields and what's going on up in Chicago here on Dukes and Bell. Here's the thing. We figured if there was other, another team involved, and now it looks like the Steelers aren't. So the leverage the Bears would have maybe goes away a little bit. Can we get fields, hypothetically, for a second rounder? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's about what the price is going to be. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine anybody giving up a, a, a first-round pick for him unless you're at the very bottom of the first round. And, and you know, the truth is, and you guys know this, the really good teams drafted at the end of the first round, uh, the reason they're really good is they don't need a quarterback. They're fine. Right. So, yeah, right. I think a second-round pick makes sense. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if there was, you know, uh, you know if it went, you know, is it a two and maybe a future four a year, you know, sometimes two years or something silly like that. But I think a two should get it done. Uh, especially where the Falcons are drafting. That's, that's a pretty good draft pick. And, and remember, guys, the Bears don't have a second-round pick this year. They traded it for Montez Sweat in the middle of last season, and that turned out to be a pretty good deal for them. Uh, he really uh, came into his own even more, wound up leading both the Bears and the Commanders in sacks, which nobody had ever done before. Um, so uh, they could really use a pick uh, after, somewhere after number nine and before the third round because as we sit here right now, they've got zero. Okay, so let's assume they go Caleb one. What do they do with nine? Well, they need three. Uh, they they have three pretty serious areas of need. They need a second receiver to go alongside DJ Moore. They could use a left tackle to take the place of Braxton Jones, and they could use a defensive end to put opposite Montez Sweat. I think uh, the order of importance is probably the way I laid it out there: receiver, then O line, then D line. So, you know, you're sitting there. If, you know, I'm sure the, the Bears are hoping that there's a run on quarterbacks early. I mean, maybe if J.J. McCarthy goes, you know, pretty high, you know, is right. there any chance he can go ahead of the Bears pick? If so, then they're bound to have options. And those options could be, you know, Alt or uh, Olu Fashano uh, at left tackle. Uh, those options could be uh, Rome, the, the Washington receiver, uh, I, I think would make a ton of sense. Uh, for them at number nine, you know, and they could also look at the UCLA edge rusher if they're comfortable with his medical there. Uh, you know, uh, they're going to be in a pretty good position there. And, you know, we laugh here in that, you know, it's, you know, the Caleb Williams number one thing seems to have swallowed the city whole. Uh, but boy, that number nine pick's a pretty good pick. <laughs> and in yes. most years, uh, that would that would give uh, Chicago Bears fans plenty to talk about during the offseason, uh, you know, if they just had that. But to have that it, right now, it almost feels like an afterthought. 
Uh, we got about 30 seconds left. Patrick Finley from the Chicago Sun-Times giving us a breakdown on the Bears' fields and more. Just real quick, you mentioned Montez Sweat. We really wanted him here, but you guys had obviously more to offer pick-wise. Mm-hmm. What about Yannick Ngwakwe? He'll be a free agent. We need. We always need edge rush here in Atlanta. Has he got something left in the tank? That's a good question. Uh, you know, his numbers this year uh, kind of fell off a cliff. When the Bears signed him during training camp last year, the big argument was that for him was that he'd been super consistent everywhere he'd been, even though he'd been a lot of places. Uh, his, his stats just kind of didn't live up to that. Uh, you know, I, I think as a situational pass rusher, I think he makes sense. I think he was a lot better once Montez Sweat gets here. Funny how that works. Um, and, uh, you know, he, I think he's a, he'd be a nice piece there, but I, I wouldn't put uh, too much ex- expectations on it. Gotcha. How was, last thing, how was Justin's offensive line the last three years in Chicago, and how much did that play a role into his play, in your opinion? Um, it was better last year, but it was pretty bad in his first two seasons. And, and you know, you can look at some of those stats where he, you know, uh, where he spends a lot of time with the ball in his hand, and, and that's because of his athleticism. Uh, and, you know, some of those stats are really misleading, saying that he's got a ton of time to pass, and he really doesn't. He's just so good at getting away from people. But, you know, there is a question, and, you know, and this propped up early uh, this past season. He got better at it, um, and, and he needs to keep getting better. But there was a question of him holding the ball too long. Uh, you know, we saw that early last season, and, and yeah. he seemed to figure it out as time went on. But that's something I, I keep an eye on for sure. That is a bugaboo of his that needs to get set. Patrick, man, great job. Love reading your stuff. Chicago Sun-Times. Curious to see what the Bears do at the top of this draft and also what happens with Justin Fields, who could be here in Atlanta. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you, guys. Great stuff. Mike Bell from a guy that got a chance to watch the last three years. What do you think, man? Yeah, I mean, it kind of checks some of the boxes if you're pro-fields and some of your anti-fields because no one debates the athleticism. The guy rushed for 1,000 yards, right, a year ago. That's something I think we could all get our wrap our head around. But the, the touchdowns, the interceptions, is that a byproduct, as he said, of just playing with some real average players? D.J. Moore, and they just seem to not connect maybe as much as they should have this year, but were teams doubling and bracketing D.J. Moore because the other guys are bums. Yeah. You know, and that's why the numbers were where they are. But the thing that I found interesting is the accuracy thing. I mean, can you fix it? Because Mike Vick, God bless him, they could accomplished here. Andy Reid got it up to a certain level, but can can Zach Robinson do that? And the completion percentage has got to come up. I think if you just look around the league and you say, look at Lamar's accuracy and his percentages up, another MVP. Look at Josh Allen, percentages up. Mike, it can be fixed. And when I say fixed, all these quarterbacks want to improve on it. Listen, if they could, all these quarterbacks would have a, a 75% completion rate. It's hard, man. And anytime you're over 65, it's a good number. But I do think, to answer your question, scheme helps a lot with that. And also, you know, getting the ball out of your hands. Justin's got to do a better job of that. You know, until he kind of screwed up the pooch in the game plan, if we're honest, against Kansas City, Todd Munkin had Lamar Jackson to the highest completion percentage of his career. Yes. This year at 67.5. It, it can be done. All right, guys, we got to get to last call. 404-726-0929. If you're an AT&T customer, you know what happened today, right? Yes. Uh, you lost service. You woke up, you didn't have service. And it got Mike and I saying, listen, this this happened for five or six days straight. You'd be freaking out. But, I mean, the good news is no one would be yelling at me for five or six days or I wouldn't be getting in trouble. There's well, no way of knowing it. No, that, that's true. You couldn't use your phone. What is the best psychological thriller that you've ever seen? Mm. Okay? Not, this, not gore. Right. Not gore, but something that scared the hell out of you. And you were like, ooh, man, that, that was freaky. Because the movie that we talked about from Netflix is called Leave the World Behind. 
which is an amazing story. And I got sucked in and drawn into that thing. And all of a sudden, things start happening. And if you've read some anything about how, you know, you throw over overthrow a government or how you could maybe get people completely discombobulated, they kind of walk you step by step in that movie. Of course, the people have no idea what the big picture is. Yes, but there is no communication. And that's part of it. That's right. part of it. I'll give you one off the top of, of my head. The uh, What was the one? Gattaca. About the future? Great movie. Great where movie. it's all about your DNA and Great how movie. you get to stay and how you advance in your life or career. So that and it's it's a thriller and it's psychological, but there's really no violence or blah. No. Great, great movie. Gone Girl Girl is got, another I one. I gotta laugh at a Jersey Mike on that one, so he liked that. Yeah, because you that's yeah. you're pulling one from back in the day. Gone Girl's another one. Uh right. Fatal Attraction could be a part of this. Well, well the rabbit didn't like the movie. It's just part I of it. I won't be ignored, Dan. Four oh four seven two six oh nine two nine. If you didn't have service today, we're asking you, and even if you did, what's that psychological? thriller that you were like man that was crazy mm. it's dukes and bell now hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. And the biggest stories of the day. 404-726-0929. Many of you woke up today and you didn't have phone service. Some of you were like, damn, I forgot to pay the bill. Others were like, I paid the bill and why don't I have service? And then even, others, even others were like, cool. Yeah, some people were like, great, my job can't get in contact with me. Right. Uh, but uh, the reality is most of us live by our cell phones. We wake up every day, we look at it. It's the first thing that's in your hand in the mornings. And uh, I, I said this to Mike, I'd rather lose my wallet than my cell phone um, because it's got everything in there. And for most people, they may not even have a wallet. 404 So it freaked everybody out across America, Atlanta, Dallas. There were a variety of cities that were affected, Mike. Our own turtle, who's coming up after us, right. didn't have phone service uh, earlier today, literally emailing us and saying, you can only email me right now. What is the best psychological thriller you've ever seen? Now, the original Psycho. Crazy. Now, and Hitchcock was a master of that. Like, rear, I mean, rear window. I mean, there's so many, ver- I mean, you know, Jim, uh, Jim, Jimmy Stewart, Vertigo, and all that. It's just great. Well, Hitchcock listen, was listen. a master. Then Brian De Palma loves Hitchcock and, and kind of uses his elements in his movies, too. I agree. Um, the the shower, scene, uh, shower scene still resonates, Mike. There were right. people for years who were like, I'm not getting in the shower. But like, leave the world behind was great because you're getting you're basically in the in the shoes of the people experiencing it. So you're not getting the big picture. Yep. Because sometimes in some of those movies, you, you see the view from you don't get you never get the view from thirty thousand feet. Yeah, it's a good point. All right, let's grab Ryan on Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game. Ryan, hey man, what's your psychological thriller? Hey man, what's going on? Uh, hey, man. I, I greatly appreciate you guys taking my call. Uh, mine 
is uh, a little bit older, uh, but it's okay. Will Smith and I Am Legend. I Am Legend. Now, that's, not, that's more sci-fi. Now, I won't be a, a, appreciate your call, but that's not really a psychological tool. That's just a man, you know, battling zombies. And there are psychological elements because he does start seeing things. But, you know, maybe that's where he's taking. Well, remember, he's working on this antidote. Right, and he's talking to himself the whole time. Yeah, but but you and know, his he, dog. he couldn't save his wife, if I remember correctly. Right. And he's working on this antidote to try to well, they get killed turn the, heli- they the get, zombies. They, they get killed leaving Manhattan in a helicopter. Yeah, right. Yes. So the psychological part is: what if this? What, what if something was out there that was turning people, and we didn't have an antidote for it? Where do you fall? Speaking of psychological stuff, where do you fall on the M Night Shyamalan movies? Uh, I love a few, and I hate a lot. I think, right, you feel almost like you lost his fastball. Did you know in the sense no. where it was going? No, had no idea. Bruce Willis, the whole thing, it was excellent. Right. Had no idea. And it's one of What about the house in the woods? Was it the house, the cabin in the woods? That was freaky. That's fairly recent. And that's that falls into the genre we're talking about. Yeah, stuff that was, you know, somebody knocked at the door and then, you know, right. one of you has to die. It's like, <laughs> wait a minute. And, oh, it's, and it's Dave Batista, so someone oh, is going to die. He's great. Uh, 400 Russ, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, man. Hey guys, love your show. Okay, you. I'm gonna throw this out there, so don't don't curse me. <laughs> I remember I think Arthur Blank should try to get into this. And remember, so let's not forget, he went out and got Michael, took care of that. Everybody was trying to get him and he got him. I think we should do whatever we can without He's okay. saying this is a psychological thriller, Carl, which will be the Falcons quarterback position quest. Well, it, it kind of is. It's playing with all of our heads right now. No, but basically <laughs> what, what our caller was saying, although he's not following instructions, but we do pre- appreciate yes, his passion. He is not. Is that in 2001, the last thing you'd ever expect the Falcons to do was move up from five to get to Michael Vick, make the trade with the Chargers, and, and they pulled it off. And, and it was, it was, technically it was the Smith family because the, the transfer was happening that spring. And the Smith family had to sign up, and Arthur wanted it, and they, they made it happen. Could we pull off another and get to number one? You could. Just know you're giving up. You have to give up three first-round picks. You're giving up the bank. That's all. Listen, if you feel like this is the most important thing, and I mean, you, it's, you're you going to get the best right. guy, go do it. And by the way, when we say give up, it's a swap of the future first-rounders. Yes. I mean, you're swapping this year's. You're getting you're giving up two future first-rounders. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's wrong about that. And it is a psychological thriller. That's why we're all so interested in it. <laughs> right on. Hey, let's talk to uh, our man, Sweet. Sweet, what's your uh, favorite psychological thriller, Sweet? Hey, man. It's going through an earthquake. I went through several of them in California, and uh, there's nothing like it. Uh, it's frightening. Anyway, I hope I understood you, your question. But that, that, no, no, not really, but that's okay. Yeah, sweet. We're talking about psychological thrillers now. It's in motion pictures. Yeah, motion pictures. He's saying in real life. I'm assuming he was there in, a, is it 88, Mike? Right. They had the big earthquake. I'm trying to remember during the World Series. Was it 88, 89, somewhere around there? Yeah, it was, uh, it was the uh, Giants in the A's, 89. Yeah, 89. And maybe he's referencing that. There's the Northridge. He was in Southern California. Probably the Northridge quake in 94 was a really bad one. That's right. Now, again, guys, it varies from person to person. Memento. Christopher Nolan movies. You know, there's psychological elements to it. Yeah. Some say Silence of the uh, Silence of the Lambs. I think it is. I will tell you Joker, which was dark, right. was a psychological thriller. Let's talk to Keith. Shelter Island. A guy just hit us up on the text line. Shutter Island? Shutter Island. Shutter Island. The one with uh, DiCaprio. Yeah, Shutter Island. Shutter Island. Uh, Shelter Island is a very expensive island between <laughs> Connecticut and Long Island. <laughs> Keith, what's your uh, favorite psychological thriller, man? Hey, man. Hey, hey man. man. 
Hey, man. Uh, first of all, I just want to say I've been a loyal listener since 2012 when radio and the A went completely downhill. And uh, I finally have you guys on the Odyssey app so I can listen to y'all in Southeast Asia for the next four or four and a half months while I'm looking for the perfect village to live in and retire. Nice. Uh, re- regarding the, uh, the, the the psychological thriller, I would say without the gruesome element to the original hostel, I mean, I've been to Amsterdam several times, and there's an element of possibility to the story. It's very speedy there, but Bone Collector, Denzel Washington, good too. Thanks, guys. Bone Collector. Man, Keith, cool. thank you, and good luck with your search. But Mike, he said he's going to retire in Asia? Yeah, man, hopefully there's a nice condo near Phuket for wow. him. Um, by the way, a bunch of guys on, on, on the Twitter and on the text are saying seven. Yes. Um, it messed with your head. Sure did. Get out. Definitely messed with your head. <laughs> <laughs> Great premise on that. Parasite, which uh, won an Oscar. 2019. Right. I didn't want to watch it, and, and literally we ended up watching it, and I was like, this was a really good movie. Right, Gone Girl. Everyone's saying Gone Girl. Gone Girl's on there as well. Uh, Tinker. Tinker was just with us here at uh, at Hooters hanging out. Tinker, hey, man. What's going on? Hey, man. <laughs> what's happening? Man, I'm trying, to work, I'm trying to work out this crick in my neck being next to that stage with all that practicing that was going on earlier. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. But the name of the film, and I recently saw it, and I had to put my old lady on restriction for uh, recommending it. And it, it was. It's one of them ones. You see it once, and you can't unsee it. Uh, the movie's called uh, Salt Burn. Oh, soft yeah, burn? Salt Burn, Salt Burn. Salt Burn. It's kind of like the talented Mr. Ripley um, set on an estate in England with some kids at oh, Oxford. Oh, I, I watched it, and it was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, Just, I'm very familiar with yes. Salt Burn. I was, matter of fact, I was going to bring this up. Tinker, thank you. Yeah. A few weeks ago, it just totally got totally got lost and forgot about it. It is one of the most disgusting movies right. you will see. I read the synopsis on Entertainment Weekly, and I'm, you don't like, need, I'm, I'm out. No. <laughs> I'm out. I, I'm telling you right now, it's about a young man who's infatuated with right. a guy that who he, they're in school together. Right. And one of the kids, they end, he ends up going home with the young man and seeing how his family lives and just the and weirdness that pays the situation out. And take it it is, it, and it is a right. psychological thriller, but Tinker, come on, man. Mm. The tub scene, stop. Yeah, I had a hard time buying that kid as a pilot in uh, Masters of the Air, which is on uh, Apple now, which I'm watching, yeah. which is like the uh, the companion to Band of Brothers yeah. in the Pacific. All right, knowing what he did in that movie, we uh, <laughs> we got to grab Turtle here. Yeah, it was it was ugh, wow. <laughs> no, there are some scenes that you you they'll stay with you. Yeah. All right, Turtle man, what do you got coming up tonight? Yo yo, did anyone say Requiem for a Dream? That's my favorite. No, no. good pull. No, that's Ellen, a great movie. Ellen Burstyn. Yeah, that movie will make you. If you're ever thinking about a diet craze, uh, think again. If you watch that movie. Right. Um, so I went back and I re-listened to a lot of the Justin Fields audio we played yesterday. And there's one thing that he said that is really stuck in my craw. I'm going to tell you what that is mm. and why I think it could be a very big deal if he comes to Atlanta. All right. Oh, stay right there. Turtle's got you. Is it a full three tonight, Turtle? Of course. Man, that's a lot of cross-sticking. <laughs> full three. Hey, man, we're at Hooters. Mike Bell, we got to get out of here and clear our throat. Dukes and Bell are wrapping up another show. So it's time for Let Me Clear My Throat on Sports Radio 92.9. Oh! The Game. Hey, thanks to our guests today, including our man in Chicago. Steve Holman stopped by as well, the Hawks voice. Hawks back in action tomorrow down at State Farm Arena, taking on Toronto. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. But we also had our man, uh, Mr. Finley, on, Mike. And I think a lot right. of people reacting to that interview because he gave some great insight. 
We're just trying to give you as much intel on all the players. You know, when I say players, the potential guys. And we'll do some more deep dives on guys who cover the guys in the draft as well in the next few weeks. Patrick Finley from the Chicago Sun-Times. Hey, uh, out here, Jersey Mike, thank you. On-site engineer, Big O back at the studio handling all the things. Thank you so much. Uh, Mike Bell, we got a contest to judge, so we got to get out yes. of here, man. Clear your throat. Hey, man, out here at Hooters. I'm wearing the old Chase uh, Elliott lid, talking to a couple guys who are big NASCAR fans. Now, I know we always get the big wreck at Daytona. Carl, it's just part of NASCAR. Yeah. You don't get that necessarily at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Just better racing. It should be good weather. And a lot of fans wait to the last minute. Go online so they don't sweat it. And you'll have your seats. You know where you're sitting. You have to go up to the window. Do it today. And go enjoy the race. Should be a blast down there on Sunday and all weekend at AMS. Hey, man. Bring him home. If you love the show, <laughs> you tell your friends. You don't. Uh, you thought uh, "Be Myself" and Irene was your favorite psychological thriller. <laughs> okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.